lifted, shifted higher than a ceiling. And we just feel the mid feeling. You got me lifted, feeling so gifted. Sugar, why you get so fly? Sugar, sugar, how 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 you get so fly? Hey guys, it's me, Angie. You're here once again for this week's episode of Just Angie. Today, it's going to be a solo episode. Um, I actually went on vacation, didn't have time to record or anything. So sorry, I am going to make up for it next week. I'll have a special guest. Not sure who yet, but we'll see. Um, so this episode, um, I just wanted to get a little bit personal, you know. Um, as I mentioned, I did go on vacation, did a lot of reflection, and honestly, I had a blast with these amazing people. It was great. Felt so much love. I just really needed it after such a tough time. And on the way back, I was just thinking, like, wow, I'm out here living my best life, finally. Um, finally feel comfortable with myself right now. Um, obviously, that there's ups and downs and everything, but, like, um, I was feeling good, you know? And I just want to share a little something with you guys, something personal, um, something I don't really talk about. Um, mostly no one knows about this. Basically, I honestly, just recently, I talked to one of my cousins about this because we were just talking about kids and all this stuff. And um, I just want to talk about diabetes and me. So um, for almost everyone in my audience, um, I have been diabetic since I was 18, 17 and a half, 18. It was in high school when I got diagnosed. So I just want to talk a little bit about that because it was always kind of like this thing that we swept under the rug in my family. More recently, I've been more open about it. Like if people ask like, oh, what are you taking? Because I take pills. Um, I'll be like, oh, it's my medication and stuff like that. Um, and I just want to want to talk about it. Give you guys a 411 uh, my experience, all that stuff. So let's get started. Um, so let's see what happened. Um, I was 17, 18, around that time. I was senior year of high school. So um, I've never been the most athletic person. And if you guys know me from high school and from my first like couple years of college, like I used to be big, like I think the heaviest I got was like 220 or something like that. Like size 14, like humongous, like, um, nothing wrong with being big or anything, but definitely it was my most unhealthiest point. And so during high school, all of a sudden I kind of just got like this, I don't know, like this fat spurt instead of growth spurt, like a fat spurt, like basically, um, I just got really big. I got super big. And I would constantly be sick, you guys. It really sucked, honestly. Like, every other week, I would have a fever, a cold, stuff like that. I'd be taking Motrin all the time. Like, um, it got pretty bad. Um, so I finally went to the doctor, and they were like, okay, all your symptoms kind of line up with, like, leukemia, leukemia type of thing, like, low white blood cells count. And so they did my white blood cell count completely fine. It was a little bit on the lower end, but not too much that they were like super worried about it. And they're like, okay, like let's do a whole like physical, a whole bunch of like tests. Like, let's see what you have. 
maybe it's thyroid disease, stuff like that. And um, so at that time, I did all that, called me in like maybe like three days after my exams, my my labs and everything. And the doctor kind of sat me down with my parents and she's like, you're type two diabetic. So your blood sugar is like way off the chart. Um, We need to control this. We're going to do this first with pills. We're going to, you know, see how much your pancreas, how much insulin your pancreas creates. Let's see if pills are working, all this stuff. Um, But I think the most, like the scariest thing that affected me is like when she sat me down, I was with my parents and just the look that my parents had in their eyes of like, oh, like it was kind of like probably like for them it wasn't disappointment but I saw it as disappointment I like them me failing them me being diabetic was something that like I should have prevented I should have like taken care of myself and stuff like that I've always been such a sweets girl like I love candy I love ice cream and like carbs and stuff and so like for me, it was like, fuck, you know? And it was like, for them, it was like disappointment. At first, I felt like it was towards me, and then I felt it was like towards each other. Like, how could we let this happen to her? All this stuff. Because, you know, I've always been a brat, you know? I've always wanted my sweets. I'm always a daddy's girl who would always take me out for ice cream and stuff. And it was like just this constant, like, like inner fight within all three of us of like, how did we let this happen? How did I let this happen? How did they let this happen? And all this stuff. And it's like, it happened, you know? And I think that was, like, me probably, like, my fall, I guess you can say, into a little bit of depression, anxiety, because that really affected me. It really affected me sitting down, hearing these words, you're type 2 diabetic, you need to change your lifestyle, you need to take medication, you need to do this, you need to do that. And then the killer part for me, definitely, because I've always had this mom gene. Anyone who knows me, like, you guys know I adore my little brother. Like, he's basically my child. Like, I love him so much. Um, So I've always had this big thing about like, I want to be a mom. I want to have so many kids, you know, all this stuff. And one of the main things that when the doctor sat me down, explained everything, she was like, I want to let you know, like you're 18, you're young. This happened so young to you. And if you ever decide to have kids, like this is going to be a huge obstacle. It can be done. You're going to be monitored a lot, but she's like, but this definitely lowers your chances of a healthy pregnancy. Like, it's going to be really difficult for you, and I just want you to know that. I want you to take care of yourself and all this stuff. And I was like, fuck. Like, 18, I'm already being told this. It's going to be hard. You know, I'm going to suffer type of thing. And it's like, damn. And then for my parents to hear that too, because, you know, all parents want is grandkids. Well, at least my parents. Like, my dad's the type of guy who will, like, buy kids toys right now and like none of us are thinking of having kids you know he's that kind of guy and um ever since then you know he'd always said he wanted kids and then he kind of like switched his mind like ever since then he was like I want kids for my sons not from you and like he has always said like oh you know it's just because girls suffer but for me it's always been known like ever since that moment that doctor said that it was like they kind of just gave up that hope for me to have kids like they feel like I feel like maybe most of my family feels like this. They would rather me take care of myself than probably like procreate and like kind of like have a difficult time because I'm pretty sure it'd be very difficult. I, one of my cousins went through this and like 
she found out she was diabetic right when she was pregnant, like before she was pregnant, and then she got pregnant, and it was like such a tough time on her. I could see her strain, like she would be getting sick. It was hard, a lot of checkups and stuff like that. And so it like makes you really think about that stuff. But um, at that time, all I can think about was like, fuck, I'm 18. I'm going to be on medication for the rest of my life. And this look of like pity sometimes that people give you when you tell them. So I remember telling one of my coworkers and when I used to work at Legoland and it was just this look of sadness she gave me. And like, for me, that's like the toughest part. And I feel like maybe this is why I'm not open to it. Like probably none of my family know unless they are going to listen to this right now. So, Hey, if you know, now, you know, you know, um, she gave me this look of pity. And, um, honestly, you guys, that's probably the worst thing you can do. The look of pity or the, you should you be eating that after you find out after they find out that you're diabetic? It's like, wow, thanks. You're looking out for me. Sure. Um, but that's fucking rude. Like, you know what you're supposed to eat or not eat, you know, only, you know, your plan type of thing. If you want to splurge one day, you know, you're going to have to work out the next day or work right, work out right after, or like, you know, you pick and choose your battles. And it's just kind of sucks that when people find these things out, like, um, they treat you differently. Um, and it sucks that it's like such a taboo. Like you guys, since I was like 17, I'm 27 right now. 10 years of not telling my family, not even my closest aunts and uncles, my cousins, you know, and it just sucks. It's just kind of like one of those things where it's like, why is it such a taboo? Why is being unhealthy such a horrible thing? Like, I feel like, obviously it's not something you should rejoice in everything, but like, I feel like, especially with diabetes, um, you should be okay with telling your family. It's not that you're a failure or anything. Um, for me, it was, you know, my environment. I wasn't eating healthy at that time, even though I did, you know, work out. I was on the water polo team. I played soccer and stuff like that. But, you know, I overate. I had sweets, you know, and genetics too. My dad's a diabetic. My grandma was a diabetic. My grandpas were a diabetic. You know, like it was genetic as well. So with those things mixed up all together, like, you know, it was bound to happen. It happened to me sooner because I didn't take care of myself. Yeah, I get it type of thing. But it shouldn't be something I should be ashamed of, you know, and it's like, I can't believe like it's taken me this long to kind of like start telling people this because what I've noticed, it's like, for dating, it could be a hit or miss type of thing. Um, it could be, you know, they'll accept it and understand. They'll accept it, not understand, or they'll be, you know what, like this is not going to work out because, you know, I might want to have kids in the future or there's so many complications because you have to think about those things too. Like, as I mentioned, I went on this trip. Normal parents, what would they say? Have fun, sweetie. Don't do anything stupid. I wish I could do, like, I wish my parents could say that. But ever since I was diagnosed, it's more of like, did you get, have, did you order your medication? Do you have enough medication? Remember to eat. Remember to not eat a lot of sweets. Remember to go out and exercise a little bit type of things. It's kind of like this list of stuff I need to do instead of like, be like, just enjoy yourself, you know? Like, I wish I could like get up and do a day trip and not worry about taking enough medication or like worry about like, eating that ice cream and be in the car for four hours. Cause if I eat that ice cream, I know after I leave the car, I'm going to have to walk around a bit just to bring my blood sugar down and stuff like that. Like it's a lot of constant things that you have to think of and like subconsciously think of as well. Like, you know, Oh, if I eat this, I need to go 
I can't eat that later or stuff like that. And it's difficult, honestly. Like I wish, I guess you could say be normal, but I guess this is my normal. And it's like, I don't know. It just sucks sometimes because it's like every little thing you have to think about and it's like, you can't fully enjoy it. But at the same time, like it's nice because what you're constantly thinking, you're making better choices every day, you know, picking the salad or picking the fish or like, you know, if I eat this, you know, I know I'm going to have to work out for X amount of time later type of stuff. And, um, it's nice to finally, you know, talk about this actually, you guys, like it's crazy. It's probably going to be like the super, uh, the shortest episode ever, but like, Because I'm kind of getting a little bit of anxiety just talking about it. Because I can't believe, like, I'm saying it. Hey, I'm a type 2 diabetic. Been for 10 years. And a lot of people didn't know. And um, one thing that I just want to say, like, how much it affects people emotionally. Honestly, you think it's just your health. You think it's just taking a pill. But it's just thinking about your future all the time. Your family. Thinking about you. Thinking about what you can and cannot do. Um, I think one of the scariest things for me besides the kid thing is that basically my body ages way faster, you know, and I don't know if it's going to age well or not, depending on like, obviously if my blood sugar is controlled or not. But, um, but just, it's scary because I'm only 27, you know, like, I don't know, my organs can be failing in like the next five years, 10 years, or maybe um, pills won't work anymore and I need to go on insulin because my pancreas isn't producing enough insulin anymore. It's just all those little things and it's like things that you might miss out on because that's what's scary for me, you know? Um, I want to take care of my family, you know? And I think that's one of the main things why I've kind of just started getting healthier, working out more and stuff like that because um, I realize, you know, if I'm not around to take care of who I want to take care of, who's going to take care of them? And they don't need taken care of, but I'm just that type of person, you know? I want to be around for a long time. I want to see my little brother grow up, have his kids, all that stuff, my older brother. You know, I want to see my parents be old, gray hair and everything. Like, I want to enjoy life. Um, but also something else that worries me is, like, will someone accept me? Because, like... Sometimes you have to be selfish, and I understand, like, someone not wanting to be with someone with this, um, with this issue because, you know, maybe at the end of the day, they don't want to take care of someone. Um, this was kind of like a constant question that I've done with a previous person. Like, I would always be like, oh, like, if I didn't have an arm, would you stick around or stuff like that, you know, because, you know, amputations are real. You know, if I get a small cut in my foot and it gets infected, you know, I might have to amputate. It's like a lot of things that I have to think about and people don't realize that. And so when I ask these questions in a partner and stuff like that, um, it kind of sucks sometimes to hear like, um, yeah, I'll take care of you. You know, if you can like wipe your butt or stuff like that and silly things like that. But I remember one time I asked and um, I got the answer of like, I'll take care of you as long as I can, but I don't think... I can fully take care of someone who like needs me a hundred percent, you know? And I was like, Whoa, like, cool. Thanks for letting me know a type of thing. It's not happening. But like, I just think of myself, like, do I want someone who 
will stand by me when I'm bedridden, if I ever do get bedridden, um, because I'm the type of person who's like, oh, hell yeah, like, if I'm with you, I'm with you 100%, no matter what, through thick and thin, if you're sick or not, like, whatever, like, I'll be there. I'm that type of person. Like, I would never think twice of staying, you know? I'm always going to stay by someone's side. But um, sometimes you don't get that same. Sometimes you don't get the love that you that you give out or, like, um, you know, what would it be? Not love. It would probably just be like the attentiveness or like the caringness that we give out. And so it's just kind of difficult because I'm just like, man, do people really care about these things? Like when you go out and meet someone for the first time, do you question them about like, Hey, do you have any illnesses or what's your family genetics like, or stuff like that? You know, like I'm wondering like how important is that? Because to me, it's just always that thought in the back of my head, oh God, like if once I tell them like, what are they going to say? What are they going to think? Stuff like that. And it's just like, it's a huge weight, you know? And once I finally say it, like, you guys, it's like so hard. Once I say it, it's just like, I'm just waiting for the look and or sometimes I'm waiting for the questions, you know? And I'm so happy that um, recently I've been opening up to people and they have been like so open and they have asked like sort of like night, like little questions like how long, why haven't you said anything? Um, but I don't get the pity look. So um, I appreciate you honestly for the people I have told like, thank you. Um, you make me kind of feel some sort of normal type of thing. Um, but yeah, so I guess the question is you guys like, would you guys care if someone had this type of disease or any type of other disease? Um, like, what is dating like with someone? Like, do you guys care about what's going on? Like, when does that start? To, when do you start asking, I guess? And, um, yeah, so basically that's... That's the end of the episode, maybe? I don't know. I don't know what to talk about right now. I was just thinking about that. You know, I want to be more open about, like, my stuff going on. So, like, I'm going to talk about diabetes today. Uh, maybe next time we'll talk about my anxiety. And that's why I never go to the doctor because ever since I got diagnosed, um, basically, I fucking hate doctors. Um, those white walls freak me out. I get a panic attack. Um, stresses me out. Uh, yeah. That's basically it, you guys. Um you guys have any questions hit me up I'm still building my website and all that stuff um but yeah I just kind of guess this is like little Angie confession time you know um absolve me of my sins um and I'm <laughs> and don't judge me when I eat ice cream I know I shouldn't eat a lot of it I do it um with you know I whoa I just saw wasp walking like go into a hole sorry um you know I do me I know what I'm doing I'm taking my meds um but thanks for caring enough to like watch out for me uh yeah but just thanks for listening you guys and we're gonna end up with my favorite song uh baby bash sugar sugar that's like my theme song like literally my family makes fun of me every time that goes on it's like this is Angie's song um but yeah Catch y'all next week. Bye.